It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I hope you had a wonderful day. I did, preparing the show with my team, and I'm always excited. I want to start the show with a tip, a relationship tip, something just like, just like that, little thing that I was thinking about. You know when you have a crisis in a relationship? You know when you have a fight? What's the first tendency? Call all your friends, post it on social media, vent about your partner to other people, just to kind of get some peace, right? The thing is, you shouldn't do that. Don't vent about your partner to other people. Because it only causes the person you're venting to not to like your spouse, your partner, or your mate. And then you go back to that partner, let's say, and everybody's confused. So I think the only person you can really vent to, it's me, your humble servant. And you know how? Call me, 855-905-8255. The lines are open. You have a question for me. Dial in, 855-905-8255. Alisa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alisa. What's up? So I'm super into this guy, and he seems to be super into me. But I feel like maybe, I don't know, I'm pushing this guy away by how excited I am about the idea of us. He's getting over an ex that wants nothing to do with him, and I'm worried he'll continue to push me away. Should I back off and give him space? So when you say he pushes you away, give you an example where you reached out to him and he pushed you away. Let, let, let me understand what you mean. Well, when we're together, he's um, lovey-dovey, and um, he seems like he enjoys spending time with me, and he's pretty much over at my house all the time. But then the second that I bring up any relationship stuff, he seems to kind of um, pull back. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and how long have you been dating or seeing this guy? A few months. Okay, and I assume you have not had the talk, right? No. That's it. Okay, so um, if it was up to you, Elisa, you would want to be exclusive right now with the guy? I would like to be. Uh, He's not seeing anybody else. Well, then it's time to have the talk. Because you know the rule. Unless you've had the talk, everybody's free to date whoever they want, see whoever they want. That's the rule of the land. You need to know where he stands. So when your intuition tells you it's the right time, and by the way, always after a good meal because men are grumpy when they're hungry, (laughs) you then say, hey, I would love us to be exclusive. Are you on the same page? He says, yes. You have a deal? He says, no. You know where he stands. And you also can decide what to do better, okay? Okay. You're right. You got to have the talk, Alisa. Okay, thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Thank you for your call and good luck to you, Alisa. Have a good night. You too. What are the signs that we are ready to be exclusive? That's next. What are the signs you are ready to be exclusive in your relationship? Okay, you guys been dating, but you haven't had the talk. The DTR define the relationship, the exclusivity clause, right? That we can't date other people. So for me, the signs are kind of those. You trust your partner. Number one thing, you can trust them. You can talk to them. Communication is good, and you feel very happy, relaxed when you talk about everything. You want the same thing in life. Guys have a plan maybe to get engaged or not get engaged or get married or not, kids or no kids. You're on the same page when it comes to the long-term pictures. And I would say this too, that the chemistry 
is really good. Those for me are the signs where we say we're happy together. Let's close the door of dating other people. Now, let's talk also about the red flags. It's certainly not the time to be exclusive and it's time to run. That's next. So say you've been dating this person for a couple months only. You know all the good signals that things are going well. But what are the red flags? What are you supposed to feel when it's time not to be exclusive, but definitely to run away as fast as possible from the person you're dating? First sign, you're feeling stressed out, anxious, unhappy, sick to your stomach, and yet you feel like you can't leave. All of those signs... Do never say it's time to be exclusive, right? Somebody might pressure you. I love you so much. You're mine. And inside of you, you feel those signs, you know, anxiety, upset. Please don't accept to be exclusive with that person. There's another red flag that is huge. If you don't want kids and your partner says, you know, I want kids, times to call it quit also. Stuff like that. So respect all the flags, the green flags, when things are looking well for the future because you're on the same page, the red flags, because definitely you should not stay with that man or woman any longer. You call the next 855-905-8255. You want to share a love story? 855-905-8255. Michaela, bonjour. Bonjour. It's nice to speak with you. Thank you very much. Um, I know you have a romantic story you want to share with me tonight. Yes. I'm all ears. So I am recently divorced. I have two kids. One is eight and one is three. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I was ready to start dating. But I met this guy and, you know, I pushed back a little, you know, but he wore me down and I, I, I finally went out with him. But he didn't want to just go out with me. He wanted to take my kids, too. And it was really, it was just really refreshing. And he took us fishing. We went fishing and, um, it was really great, you know, seeing somebody be so, uh, nurturing with kids that weren't their own and not being afraid of them. And, mm -hmm. um, it was just really, really refreshing and nice. Uh, listen, um, if you look back at that story, refreshing and nice, tell me what was the most romantic part. I think I found that romantic. Show, him showing my kids how to how to put the hook on the on the bait and and take the hook out of the fish when they caught it, and mm -hmm. I found that to be romantic. <laughs> I like that too. I like that too. It's it's a very original story, and I appreciate that, Michaela. Thank you so much for sharing that romantic story, and and have a good night. Thank you. Here's a good question: If you guys are not exclusive. And you know for sure the person you're seeing is also seeing somebody else. Should you stay with that person? Let's talk about that next. If you have a question but you can't dial in, you can always send me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Rosa? Rosa says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rosa. I'm confused about the guy I'm dating. He told me I'm his number two and that there's another girl who he has been hanging out with, and he likes her, but he likes me too. He wants to continue seeing both of us until one of us is the clear winner. I know it sounds terrible, but he's really, really handsome and successful, and he checks off all the boxes on my list. Should I keep dating him and hope that he picks me? Oh, that's a good question, Rosa. Should you stay with a man 
when you know you're his number two and not his number one. Let's talk about that next. If you just started to date this person and they told you that you are his number two, right? Not his number one, his number two, because there's another girl he likes and he's been hanging out with her. But you like the guy, but do you think you could stay with somebody who tells you you are his number two? Rosa, here's my advice. Don't take from anyone this kind of line. In my book, you all or nothing. The word number two, in my opinion, is not nice, lack of respect, and a little condescending. So run away from this guy and you want to be number one in somebody's heart. Not number two or number three. There's only one number that matters. Numero uno, number one. All right, Rosa, glad you sent me that DM, though, because I don't want you to stay with that dude. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Misha, bonjour, what's going on? Bonjour, Simon. So I, I need some advice. Back in college, my husband was in a band, and he was the lead singer, and I didn't know him then, but anyway, time's passed, and now... We're married, and he showed an interest about a year ago that he wanted to pick up singing again. So he's since formed this band, and um, they're gaining a lot of popularity. And I know it's common that he's going to have a lot of female fans. Mm -hmm. What I'm finding is, like, on their band Facebook page and even his personal page, these women are kind of flirting on Facebook. And, you know, he's not really entertaining it, um, but... I want to know how I can talk with him about it and just want to make sure that he maintains those boundaries without coming across like I'm jealous, but I mean, I am a little jealous and I just, I want to, I want to be able to communicate that with him without him feeling like I don't trust him. Okay. Um, but first I'm going to ask you a difficult question. Okay. If you trust him, like you said, you I do. do. 100%. I do trust him. Okay. In your intuition, do you believe there is any shenanigans going on? Currently, no. So, you can tell him at any time, I trust you. If I follow what you said, there's no need to have any more than that line. You know, have a great gig, have a great concert, have a great tour. I trust you. That's all you need to say. Because in his line of business, his interaction with his fans, as long as it's not, you know, any touching or stuff like that, anything inappropriate, it's part of it. You can't tell a rock star that he shouldn't be close to his fans. It's just impossible. It's the nature of the business. Right. So, so I want you to not put that on him because it's all about the trust. Okay, Misha? So I don't think okay. since you told me your intuition is clear of any worries presently, and when you said presently, I assume there was nothing in the past that he never cheated on you in the past, Right. Oh, no, no, no. He's always been loyal. Then here's what I would do. The less you say, the better. And every time you have an insecurity, you go back to your intuition. You say, okay, Misha, do I think my husband is sitting on me? No. Well, then I let it be, and I'm proud of him. Okay? Okay, Simon. I feel better listening. That makes sense. Thank exactly. You. And any time you want to talk about it, don't tell him, call me. That would be better. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That's what I'm here for. Thank you and have a good night. Bye-bye, Misha. You too. Next, I'm going to help someone who's moving in with their partner and they have a little disagreement about decoration. That's next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question. But can't call me for any reason? 
just send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Uh, Trisha, what is up with Janice and her partner? All right, so Janice says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Janice. I need your help. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend and I are in the process of moving in together, and he set up his action figures all over our living room. Some are hanging from wires. Some are still in the box, but they're everywhere, and I'm not having it. How do you suggest I talk to him about it without causing tension? Janice, that is a good question. How do you tell your partner that there's certain things from him that's not going to get into the new house? I'll tell you how to do that next. Say you're moving into a new house with a new partner, and you see what? Your boyfriend is trying to bring all his action figures all over the new house, and you're not having it. Of course you're not. So there is a wonderful word for the solution. It's called compromise. So, Janice, here's what I would do. I would say, listen, wait a minute with all the action figures. Just pick a couple you like the most. I'm cool with that. Because I think when we move in together, we can't tell somebody absolutely not of, you know, of those things, unless it's like so, so terrible. But little action figures, not that I'm in favor of it, I'm way too old for this, but if he likes them so much, tell him to pick three, three little ones, and he can put them in his space, like maybe as an office space or just a space, but I would not tell him, get rid of all of them. Three, okay, can you live with that? Three. And then maybe there's something he doesn't like about what you're bringing in, and then you do a good compromise. Because a good compromise, when you're moving in, is the foundation for great days ahead. You call the next 855-905-8255. When you have a doubt about your relationship or a question, just call me, 855-905-8255. Lisa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lisa. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I've been dating this guy for about two months now, and he doesn't want me to meet his family yet. And I'm a big family person. Mm-hmm. He's a big family person. Like, he's at his parents every single weekend helping his dad with the stuff around the house. And I want to know if you think this is a red flag. Well, what reason does he give you? for you not meeting his family. What good reason could that be? Apparently, his ex was really close to his family, so he felt a little burnt after that. Like, one of the things was that they kind of took her side in the split. Oh. And I get that, but I'm not her. For sure. Uh, how long you guys been dating? Just two months. But okay. it's going, like, so well, like, he could be the one. I like to hear this. That's good news. But here's the thing is... Uh, it's not about the family, it's about him. So if it's only two months, then I say we wait and let it go organically. If it was six months, it's a big red flag. Two months, listen, I, I think as adults, we we can wait and maybe, you know, he his family is still, you know, close to that ex-girlfriend. But the truth is, no matter what, it's not about his family or yours. It's about you and him and you and him first and foremost. And so my take on this is... If your intuition is all green about this guy, that that everything else is good, give him a break for another couple of months, see how it goes. I would like it to come from him to invite you over and meet the family, not you telling him what to do. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Lisa. Good luck to you, and thank you for your call. Thanks. One more key question for the night. If you could choose your partner again, would you choose the same person? Let's talk about that next.
Last question of the night. If you could choose your partner again, and that's a tough question, I repeat. If you could choose your partner again, would you choose the same person you with right now? And that's what Paul actually put it on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. And here is the results. It's fascinating. 36% of you said, no, I don't think I would choose the same person. And 64% of you voted, definitely choose the same person I'm with right now. So if you're listening to this, you know what to do one way or the other. But be true to yourself and your truth will set you free. Thank you again for listening and bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.